Looking for a way to keep your kids or grandkids entertained? Just tell your smart speaker to play Vision Kids Radio. Vision Kids! Problem solved. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. Well, as you know, there are pro-life rallies that happen annually in a number of Australia's capital cities. Well, on Saturday, the 26th of May, it'll be Perth's turn with an event called Love Them Both, both mother and child. Thousands of pro-life Western Australians will gather on the 20th anniversary of the legislation of abortion at the Supreme Court Gardens between 6.30 and 8pm. Now this year, 3,300 white crosses, each representing 50 children, will be displayed in the form of a giant cross. Well, Daryl Budge is the West Australian State Director of Family Voice Australia. Daryl's joining us to talk about this event. Hello, Daryl. Welcome back to 2020. Okay, thanks, Neil. Thanks for having me on. Daryl, it is a poignant reminder, isn't it? As I understand it, the numbers in Western Australia alone, over 165,000 babies legally deprived of life since 1998. How do you reflect on that sort of number? Yes, it is a, it's a tragic number. It's a, a great shame to, in our um, current culture that uh, this kind of um, thing goes on. And we know that it's mainly because uh, women don't feel as supportive as they could be in making their choice. And when they feel when they become pregnant, they feel like there's not much of a choice presented to them. So we've seen here in WA about 8,000 um, babies are aborted. Um, and across the nation, we've seen the numbers up to an estimated 80,000 per year. So um, in WA, that means about 22 babies are lost to abortion each day. So it's a, it's a terrible tragedy. Well, we're familiar with some rallies similar to the one that is going to happen in Perth, uh, places like Melbourne or in Brisbane. But the one you've got to be staged in Perth on the 26th, it's going to be Perth's biggest ever Love Them Both event. Uh, Tell us about Love Them Both. I mentioned mother and child. How does that all work? Yeah, that's right. So um, in in the past, it seems uh, like for people who are pro-abortion, They've often uh, accused the pro-life movement of not being somebody who truly cares about the mother in this situation. And that's not true at all because it's often Christians that start crisis pregnancy centres and actually intervene and love and care for and provide resources to um, mothers or expectant mothers. So we want to see um, an increase of knowledge of the fact that we, um, we are charitable. We want to see political change. We want to see cultural change. And we're holding this this year at the, the Supreme Court Gardens. It's going to be quite a public location. And we're actually on the following day after our rally, it's, we're going to see the um, Run for a Reason, um, HBF Run for a Reason actually happen right next door. And they'll see all these crosses being displayed there at Supreme Court Gardens. And hopefully it will be a, a very public reminder to our culture of what's this tragedy and how it's affecting mother and child. Now, you'll often have significant anniversaries, and this year, the 20th anniversary of that legislation of abortion in Western Australia, 20th anniversary, and mentioned that is likely to be the biggest ever, and you're anticipating that's the case. Yes, that's right. Because it, it is held on Saturday for the first time in the past, a rally's been held on a Wednesday night outside Parliament House. This year, because of it being the 20th anniversary, we're going to hold it 
at Supreme Court Gardens at 6.30 on a Saturday night. So families will be much easier for families to come out. It's right next to a train station, um, right next to on, the, on the foreshore of, of Perth. So um, we should see a great turnout. We'll hopefully see at least 2,000 people come out. Whether or not we see that number, we, we don't know, but we, we're really hoping and, and expecting and praying that it will be a great turnout. And for anybody, any listeners in Perth, just know that it's a family-friendly event. It's a wonderful time, 6.30 to 8 o'clock in the evening. We'll have times of prayer, times of singing, times of reflection, and some great speeches from um, some very significant, significant voices, both for women and for the political change aspect. Um, throughout the night. Now, I wanted to ask you about that because at the rally, it's going to include a commemorative service. And as you say, there are a number of guest speakers who will be speaking. But you're also in that commemorative service. You're going to honour some MPs who actually have stood up for the rights of the unborn. How is the commemorative service likely to unfold? Yeah, that's right. So we're going to be having a keynote speech from our Crisis Pregnancy CEO. Um, Michelle McCormick runs the um, Crisis Pregnancy Centre here in Perth. And so she'll be speaking about, about women and across uh, the four different centres that they have throughout WA and how that they support women, care for women, they're compassionate and loving and caring. In addition to that, yes, we'll be giving away some awards, some William Wilberforce Awards, William Wilberforce being that great uh, Christian politician who uh, campaigned against slavery. And we want to um, uh, recognise the work of some pro-life politicians, um, ones that have been very significant voices, some for the past 20 years, like Michelle Roberts and Simon O'Brien. Uh, Michelle Roberts is from Labor and Simon O'Brien is from the Liberals. And there's three others that have been more recent politicians, Margaret Quirt, Kate Doust and John Flickr, we can recognise as well. And there'll be a a few others as well that will give special recognition, recognition to um, some that have actually been passed on. Daryl, you mentioned there's going to be a big, giant cross. Uh, what's the significance of the cross? I think you said that's happening the next day, uh, but uh, that's significant because each one of those uh, elements of the cross is going to represent 50 babies. Yeah, that's right. So uh, it represents the fact that these children have... Um, have, have had their lives uh, ended um, through, through tragic circumstances. The, the cross, actually, the, the crosses, the 3,300, will actually be put in the ground on the Friday night, and they'll be there the whole weekend, and we'll be probably taken down on the Sunday. So um, it'll actually be a very public, very visible thing throughout the whole weekend. And we want to see people just uh, reflect on um, this uh, loss that's been kind of pretty much hidden in society, and... Uh, so not only have we seen children that uh, uh, aborted quite early on in pregnancy, we've got uh, children that aborted quite late on in pregnancy, and they, they need to be publicly recognised. And we want to better give opportunity for those who've been affected by abortion to better have a, a memorial time to reflect to if they want to um, receive healing or to take a. We'll have a, over a hundred roses available for anybody who wants to come and take a rose and actually leave it. Uh, as a memorial and and have a, as a time of reflection, I guess. Daryl, let's come to some of the nitty-gritty why a Christian would stand up for mothers and babies. When we talk about abortion, there is something that happens when a state legalises abortion that really ought to rub us up the wrong way and even inspire us to action because what you've got is a, a depriving of life 
with the sanction of the state. How do you reflect on the state and the influence that it has in making abortion okay for people? Yes, well, the state has somehow made it um, extremely easy um, in our society to receive human life as disposable. And uh, that's the worst part about it is that when a, when a woman or a um, father and mother are faced with the choice of whether or not to have a child, the state has given its complete, utter permission to that. And they can go along to abortion clinic and get the baby aborted secretly and, and very quickly and easily. And that the state itself subsidizes and, and pretty much fully funds many abortions, including RU486 abortions as well, which is a chemical uh, drug abortion. Um, so surgical abortions are you know, obviously the most popular method, but we don't have records about how many are actually giving, getting the um, morning after pill, on it, which is, can be uh, an abortion-inducing effect as well. Um, so with the state allowing this to happen, um, it, it means that not only women have easy access to it, but also, the, in a sense, the, the guilt and the shame that might follow after that, the state has washing its hands of actually dealing with those things as well. They're not really given uh, right information, uh, enough information about what effect this is going to have on them and their family um, long into the future. Now, the rally is being organised by WA's Coalition for the Defence of Human Life and Family Voice Australia, a proud member of that organisation. Just membership alone will see a big number of people turning out uh, how many would you anticipate for the rally and uh, what's your encouragement to people to actually uh, not just stay home but actually be a part of this one, Daryl? Yeah, we're, we're expecting about uh, 2,000 people there tonight. That'd be great um, on the night. It'd be great if we see that many come out. Um, my encouragement to them to come out is just to have your voice heard um, and also show your support for women who are found in this situation that they can know that they're loved and cared for, that... Um, where there are thousands of us that are compassionately thinking of them. And we'll have a banner on a night we're going to stay called, and it will say, love them both. And the subtext will be support women, protect children, and change culture. And so in this night of memorial and commemoration and also um, uh, thanking all the people that have been part of the pro-life movement throughout the past 20 years, we want to see that uh, people know that we were, we're loving and caring and passionate in that way, and the only way in which we can change culture and protect children and we can support women is to be that loving, compassionate voice um, to truly show care for mother and child. And so when you come out on the night, that's what you'll be part of. And in times of prayer, times of singing, and in times of hearing some really important, informative speeches, how you can be involved in the pro-life movement here in WA, It'll be a great time to get together. And afterwards, we'll have time of prayer as well. Some Christian leaders, including myself, will lead prayers. And they will be there until midnight, perhaps, um, just having a time of prayer and reflection and remembering all these children have been lost and remembering the women that have been affected by this. And ask God how he can use us bring um, this loving change in our culture. Well, it is especially for WA listeners. The event coming up on Saturday, May 26th, it'll be Perth's turn to have an event called Love Them Both, both mother and child. 
Uh, it'll be staged at the Supreme Court Gardens between 6.30 and 8pm. Daryl Budge is the WA State Director of Family Voice Australia. Daryl, thanks so much for updating listeners today on 2020. You're welcome. Thanks, thanks Daryl. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.